Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I, I hope to stay alive. I'm being attacked by, I think they're robins. I'm not even sure what they are. They look like robins, but they're killer robins. They're trying to get killer inside robins. our house, and they keep dive-bombing the windows. Uh, and it's not... Well, it doesn't sound quite like that, but there are beak marks. It sounds more like that, yeah. They're, uh, they keep ramming into our windows and doors... If they're trying to get inside. I don't know if they see their reflection in the in the window and they're attacking. They think they're attacking another bird or maybe they're trying to mate with the other bird, but it's freaking us out. All day long. It doesn't sound quite that bad, but it, it does sound pretty bad. Oh, we, they're hurling themselves at our windows and I, I don't know what to do about this. Maybe I should... That sound effect. Maybe what is it? I'm sorry, condo? Paul. We'll get to your bird assassin problem in a minute. But <laughs> what? What is that? That's not a real bird slamming <laughs> no, into a glass a window. Horrible either. sound. Yeah. What is that? No. <laughs> I'm dying. These are regular bird sound effects. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah I, mixed with a sound effect from Angry Birds. Oh. Okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's not quite that bad, but close. Yeah. No, no birds were harmed in the making of this segment. Do not yeah. at us. Do not send us messages. We're fine. Okay. Um, so, Paul, birds are attacking the window. Yeah. Are they? They're not dying, are they? No, no. But they. Okay. They're persistent. I mean, the whole day and night they keep. And we the, the look. There's one in particular. We have a pantry. We have a window outside our pantry. And we keep the light off. So I don't know what they're seeing that they want to keep coming into the pantry. But uh, it's just. Well, what's in the pantry? Anything good? I bet there are good snacks in there. There's some. Yeah, there's some. There's some chocolate in there, I think. So what are you doing about it? Have you gone outside to the bird cemetery that is now under your window? Well, I. No, no, I have not. And I've not taken the shotgun out because the neighbors (laughs) would be upset. And no, I, you know, I. I'm not a bird killer. I'm I'm not, but it's freaking me out because me it's all day and all night. I'm I'm sure the listeners know 
about um, DJ. Do you have well, a theory? Well, the birds. For, yes. First off, you're not a bird killer, but your house and my house and everyone's house is a bird killer. I mean, what? Millions of birds die. Yeah, maybe they get stunned for a second and fly away and die somewhere else. But yes, you're absolutely killing birds. Sorry, that's. I mean. We can all get rid of windows or there's actually like bird-proof windows that have decals or textures or something on them. I think you can actually buy a product. My grandparents used to have those. Yeah, and it puts a little bit of like texture spots on your glass so that they can see the definition of the glass. So you could upgrade if you want to not kill birds, but until then, sorry. Wait a sec. You one of them hippie bird lovers, DJ? You a hippie? Huh? Oh my gosh. So you're doing nothing. You're someone said put a post-it note on the windows that they keep crashing into to let them know it's not air. It's I mean, I guess they're birds, right? They have like I'll a try the post-it note. The I'll well, try the post-it, the post-it note. Yeah. Yeah. It's always disconcerting, I, though. I, I office in our bedroom, and it's on the second floor, and every now and then, a bird will fly into the window, and it's yeah. always very troubling when that happens. I mean, they, they got to be really dumb. Well, don't tell them that. <laughs> <laughs> this is our lead story. I'm sorry story. that this is happening to you. You know what you need? Well, you need Blue Sky's windows to come. Maybe your windows are too clean. That's why they're coming No, through. they got little marks. They've got beak marks now, like d- oh, scores of little so beak marks from their little beaks plow into the window. But they keep coming. Dying. They're I don't know what to do. Dying. Well, they're not smart. Again, try the post-it and let us know. But DJ's right about those decals. I think my grandparents had those at their house in Miami like a thousand years ago to stop birds from smashing into the window. I'm going to try the post-it note idea first. If yeah. that doesn't work, maybe a picture of Joe Biden maybe, uh, or maybe. a picture of Donald Trump. I don't know. I mean, we'll see. Whatever works. I'm, I'm, I'm going to try whatever works. Is it only one window that they're crashing into? No, it's multiple windows. Yeah. We're, we're under attack. They should sound the sirens. <laughs> the birds, right? Like what, the, uh, what the hell's Edgar going Allen on? Post-order. That's like Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah. The oh, birds. Oh, it was Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah. Um, remember when we thought that all the birds were going to be dropping dead from flying into the U.S. Bank Stadium? Yeah. Remember yeah. when that was yeah. like a big thing? I don't think that yeah. ever came to fruition, right? We, no one's seeing a lot of dead birds all over the, the sidewalks, are they? David, I think you're down. there were oh, some issues. I thought close. they made some minor modifications to try to reduce the bird death toll. I thought so. Yeah. They they did, but it's not U.S. Bank the Stadium that's the problem. It's it's millions of houses like yours and mine that are you know killing a so, half a dozen birds every month. So we should don't. get rid of all the houses, right, and live underground. Is that what you're well, saying, I, DJ? I, I didn't say that. We should keep killing birds. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Is this just a necessary evil that comes with development that well, we're going to lose some birds? They'll make more. I mean, I I feel bad about it, but or, I don't know what to do. Or we can upgrade our glass to bird-safe glass and kill less birds. So that's a real Are thing for regular people, bird-safe glass? Yes, yes, it is. Is that a side gig for you now? No, DJ, it's not. Do you Maybe have a website? I think. <laughs> <laughs> What's your website? <laughs> oh, my God. BirdsafeGlass.com, Paul. That birds aren't real. Remember the uh, conspiracy theory that someone created online, that birds aren't real, that they're just all drones by the government to spy on us. And remember, folks, this was created as a fake thing to show how ridiculous conspiracy theories spread. And it has. So um, 
Maybe yep. those are the maybe the drones are trying to get at your privacy crashing into your window. That could be. That could be. Okay. All right. <laughs> oh, well, good luck. Right. We hope you're not under attack anymore and Thank um, you. and, Thank and you, you survived the night. All right. When when we get back, you got a chance to catch up with Tim Lammers because he usually joins us earlier, but we were doing our abortion roundup, which we're not really calling it that. Uh, we took a deep dive into the Roe v. Wade possible um, overturn decision in the three o'clock hour. So use the Odyssey app. And also, we just tweeted that out at Jordana WCCO at P. Douglas Weather. Um, check that out if you are um, so inclined. But Tim Lammers is going to be joining us next on CCO. I did what I had to do to protect our world. You cannot control everything, Strange. You opened the doorway between universes, and we don't know who or what will walk through it. Wanda, what do you know about the multiverse? Viz had his theories. He believed it was dangerous. He was right. Well, that was interesting. That was Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Benedict Cumberbatch, Elizabeth Olsen, and Tim Lammers all in one place. Hey, Tim. Hey, Paul. Thanks a lot for uh, yeah for including me in the in that esteemed company. Very good company of, of Benedict. Cumberbatch and uh, and Elizabeth Olsen, obviously. Yeah, this is set after the events of Spider-Man No Way Home, where, as you remember, Peter Parker messed with Doctor Strange's spell, opened up the multiverse, a bunch of bad guys came through, eventually a couple spider uh, men came through to help save the day. So this takes place after that, where Strange and his Sorcerer Supreme, Benedict Wong, plays Wong, uh, they encounter this girl, America Chavez. She's this young teen who has the rare ability to travel across different dimensions of the multiverse. Uh, she doesn't understand her powers, but there is an evil force out there who does, and that evil force wants her powers, and that threatens the entire multiverse. So um, I love the film. Uh, director Sam Raimi did this. He did the original Spider-Man trilogy, but... The interesting thing about his background, he did this uh, trio of horror movies called the Evil Dead Trilogy. Uh, they're funny, they're scary, they're bloody, they're everything. It, they're horror comedies. So he combines the sensibilities of those films with the superhero genre, effectively making the first Marvel Cinematic Universe horror film. <laughs> so it's very different wow. from anything else you've seen so far in in cuz Marvel's done a couple dozens of these movies and now we got this entirely new approach. Very cool. And and I have to say there's nothing like sitting in a theater and and having a communal experience with people you don't know and people you do know. We I, we saw the um the Nick Cage movie last weekend in a oh, theater. Yeah. First time in a couple of years, we were all back together, and it was incredible. And so, yeah, I can't wait to get into my my favorite theater and and watch Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. You interviewed Sam Raimi and uh, Benedict Wong, right? Yeah, I did over uh, Zoom last weekend. 
And it's so interesting with Sam Raimi. He did a film here 24, 25 years ago called The Simple Plan. He filmed it in Delano, Minnesota. That's the first time I got into contact with him, interviewed him after the film came out. So we've talked several times over the years. Uh, it's been 13 years since the last time, though, since he hasn't directed a film in 13 years. Or, or I should say nine years, but it was 13 since we talked. Mm -hmm. So it was really fun to speak with him again. And he's so humble and so nice and so funny. It's just nice to see a big shot director like Sam as exactly the same guy who just is happy to be doing what he's doing. Yeah. So that yeah. it was a real thrill. And, and Benedict Wong terrific actor you know and he's got a pivotal role in this film he's been a, in a bunch of the uh, marvel movies so yeah it was a lot of fun and so you can see that on my uh, website directconversations.com i did the interview for looper.com so i got the links on my website though god tim you're everywhere and while we have you i want to ask you about this whole dave Chappelle incident it sure seems like we just narrowly missed a potential tragedy with that that maniac rushing the stage and and he was armed right yeah he was armed and you know if you haven't seen the weapon that this guy was carrying the lapd has tweeted out photos it is frightening i mean if the guy uh you know a couple inches here or there we don't know yeah. But, I mean, if he, he could have stabbed Chappelle and, I, you know, this thing looks like it would have done some damage, if not, a, you know, a, a killed him. I mean, it's frightening. You know, and, and of course, the big question is, like, like the, the Oscar, you figure, well, who's going to ever expect that sort of thing with Will Smith? I mm -hmm. mean, so where was security for that? But where was security for this? How did he get into the Hollywood Bowl with this weapon? How did he get so close to the stage? I mean, it is just amazing how these things are happening now, and they're, they're going to need to get some big guards at all of the potential spots where people can have access to celebrities because this needs to stop. This is a step further than the Will Smith thing. Now we're talking about a guy getting tackled, and again, the guy had a weapon, too. And Chappelle just kept going with his monologue. I mean, I, I, <laughs> and didn't he say... At, at one point, he tried to make light of it. Didn't he say, hey, was that Will Smith? Or, uh, he, actually, it was Chris Rock. Chris who was Rock, part of who this said festival. It. Yeah, it's a Netflix comedy festival. <laughs> Comes and grabs the mic, and he says, was that Will Smith? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, oh I mean, God. these guys, they're, so, they're such professionals, and the way that they can yeah. just turn around from a, a situation that they never, ever would have expected and then to just be funny about it is pretty amazing. So I'm just glad Chappelle is okay. Um, mm -hmm. You know, Jamie Foxx was apparently in on the uh, a bunch of people that surrounded this guy, and you saw the outcome of that deal. He can't kind of came out of that deal looking pretty rough, but uh, that's what happens when you attack uh, uh, somebody on stage like that. Yeah, yeah, they, they beat him up pretty, pretty bad. Um before the uh, the police arrived and the ambulance and what have you, but yeah, the implications of this, I it it's just amazing what's happening right now. But uh, I sure appreciate your input, Tim Lammers. Have a lovely weekend. Uh, the weather might cooperate, especially on Saturday, Sunday for Mom. A little thundery and and maybe a, a good day to go see that Doctor Strange movie. So thanks for uh, teeing that up for all of us. You have a good one. Thank you, Paul. Have a great weekend. You too. The one and only Tim Lammers. Thank you, my friend.
My youngest is heading off to see Multiverse of Madness. It opens tonight. She is making the pilgrimage to the theater with friends. Um, I want to go too, but too many folks for me. So uh, I can't wait to hear what she says about it and be able to see it for myself. So that should be super exciting. When we get back, we had a, a fascinating first hour where we looked at both sides of the debate of overturning Roe v. Wade. So here's some highlights from that and then the happy hour start texting me your happy hour right now 651-461-922 talk about phoning it in <laughs> Woo! sunny and friday but honestly david what more do we need nothing that's it's sunny and friday it's sunny and Friday, and if that doesn't make you happy, friends, I don't know what does. It's the little things. I always tell my children, happiness is not a state we arrive at, and happiness is not a place that lasts. It is moments. So I hope you are enjoying this moment of sun and Friday, because I know I am soaking it all up. I really am. Uh, 651-461-9226. This is the place where we can share our happy. And we are going to do that at 545. 651-461-9226. Start texting me uh, what is making you happy now. And I'll take live calls in just about 10 minutes. And um, I see your texts on the birds also. So we're going to mix that in with the happy hour because they're fascinating and some of them are hilarious. But I just wanted to round out the conversation we had in the three o'clock hour. We took the Roe v. Wade um, drama that is happening now in our country, and we did our best to present both sides. I spoke with Sarah Stace from Planned Parenthood, and Paul got a chance to talk with uh, Dr. Alan Tennyson, who is the dean at the College of Church Leadership at North Central University in Minneapolis. And let's see, David, we are going to start with, are we going to start with, uh, let's see, uh, Professor, excuse me, Dr. Alan Tennyson, the professor of theology at North Central. We asked him why he's pro-life. Uh, I'm pro-life because I believe that life begins at conception, uh, that a fetus just refers to another stage of human development, uh, like adolescence or a toddler and that that life should be protected. I would say that the uh, fetus, that the human being at the fetal development has at least the right to exist, and that when we're talking about rights over bodies, we're talking about more than just one body. I think the question that a lot of people have is, when does the human being become a person? And at the very least, Roe and certainly Casey seem to recognize that an unborn fetus may have personhood at the level of viability, which is why they allowed states to restrict abortion in the third trimester, because there is this recognition that you don't have to be born to be a person. There you go. That was Dr. Alan Tennyson, professor of theology at North Central University. And I should have I should have phrased that differently. I know it's it's termed, you know, like pro-life and pro-choice, but everybody's pro-life. Nobody's pro-death. So we have to be careful the way we use our words because words matter. So maybe we should reframe that a little bit. But as a person who believes in the right to, for a woman to have an abortion, I am also in favor of life. I think life is a great thing and I support life. So it's hard. It's words, you know. Um, we also got to speak with Planned Parenthood President and CEO Sarah Space Stace. Excuse me. We asked about 
why the reversal of Roe v. Wade would be damaging to her cause. First of all, abortion does not fall equally on the shoulders of all women. Women who are wealthy, let's be very clear about this. Women who are wealthy will be minimally impacted. And this is the, this was the case before Roe as well. Women could travel to states like New York and California where abortion was legal or they went to Mexico or to Europe or to Japan. That is going to be the case again once Roe no longer is the law of the land in our country. So that's the first important thing to know. The other important thing is that abortion is essential health care. And when I say that, I mean that abortion protects women's health. And you can hear both sides of it. You can hear Paul and I and David. David is a valued member of the team with a valued opinion. Uh, you can hear all of that on the Odyssey app. If you use the rewind feature, you can go to our three o'clock hour. Uh, and I just tweeted out the whole hour. David podcasts the whole hour for us. So if you just go to my Twitter at Jordana WCCO, uh, you can check it out. Check out everything there. Um, also, at, follow me on Instagram at Jordana Verde. Jordana Verde. That's where all sorts of stuff goes. And you know what, David? I know I said that yesterday was the last day of my fundraiser. Well, the Leukemia Lymphoma Society told me it's today. And I I was doing this whole big thing. Yesterday was the last day, and I realized that it's still today. So I will offer one last plug uh, for we are raising funds for Leukemia and Lymphoma Society and for research. It really is today because the gala is tomorrow night. My children are going on my behalf because I can't be around crowds. Uh, please, um, jordanagreen.com, and you click on the button where it says Donate to Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, and I will happily personally send you my challah recipe. Any kind of donation, um, you are saving lives like mine through research, and I will happily send you my challah recipe if you do. So jordanagreen.com and donate there. When we get back, oh, friends, the happy hour. We have been waiting for this. We will have some suggestions on what to buy to make a toast to mom from my friend Siri Nyman over at Top 10 Liquors. And then we will share the big radio group hug of happy hour, 651-461-9226, 651-461-9226. Call and text right now. Welcome back. It's time for the happy hour, proudly sponsored by Top 10 Liquors. I'm so happy to launch this partnership with Top 10 because I've been shopping there for years. And you've heard in the commercials that one of the reasons I go is for the advice. Well, joining us now is Siri Nyman. Siri is the senior wine buyer at Top 10 Liquors. And Siri is one of the people that has these great suggestions. And you've been warned that Mother's Day is Sunday. So Siri, you're just in time to save us. What do you recommend for the perfect toast to mom? Uh, well, as a new mother of 2022, um, I can tell you what I will be drinking. And we've created these fun formats. They're single serving. We call them the bundle of love. And so we have two items. One of them is called the Lady Slipper. Um, and it's an, it's an homage to the Minnesota loon. So on the label, it's two little loons with the Lady Slipper Minnesota flower. And it's a really wonderful, juicy, slightly effervescent, sparkling wine. And then the other one we have is from Willamette because May is also um, Oregon Wine Month. And so we're featuring Ilahe, who is an organic producer. Um, so they are a Willamette organic producer. And this is their called Cat Fizz. 
And this is their sparkling rosé. So you get a lot of hibiscus flower and citrus, rhubarb and melon. So that's what we're featuring. And for uh, moms-to-be, we have a non-alcoholic sparkling that I love from Germany. And it's called Lights. It's L-E-I-T-Z. Um, and it's a Riesling sparkling. Now, I'm not a huge sweet wine fan, um, but this one has such great acidity. And it's actually a dry Riesling, but it's non-alcoholic. I brought it to the mommy's group, and no one knew that it was non-alcoholic, and everyone loved it. So that's another one that I'm recommending for uh, soon-to-be mothers. Perfect. Three great suggestions. And Siri, congratulations on your first <laughs> Mother's Day. Mazel tov. I hope you enjoyed that delicious rosé. And thank you for the suggestions. Uh, we will take you up on it over at Top 10. Thank you, Siri. Thank you, Jordana. Bye. There you go. A toast to mom. Now all you have to do is write the toast or think of it in your head. So happy Mother's Day. Uh, fair warning again, it is on Sunday. 651-461-9226. 651-461-9226. Jerry Peterson's been waiting on the line. What's been making you happy, my friend? Well, I've got a uh, nephew and his wife just had their second mm-hmm. child yesterday. Ah, mazel! So she's experiencing Mother's Day twice now. So it's very exciting news. Ty Bryan is his name, and we're excited to have him as part of the family. Cool. And by the way, I see on Facebook those pictures of your grandbaby, Evelyn. She Mm -hmm. is gorge. Thank you for posting them. I love looking at her. So thank you. You're welcome. All right, Jerry. Have a great weekend. Hope yours is better. Oh, thank you, sweetie. Happy Mother's Day to all the moms in your family. And um, Paul scooted out early because he's having a great weekend, but he shared his happy with us. Oh, DJ Jordana, I'm happy it's grilling season. Uh, I'm grilling up some burgers as we speak. My grandson, by the way, loves hamburgers and uh, and fries. I think he got that from me. And I'm just, I'm grateful that it's warming up, finally. Uh, we're making up for lost time, and next week will feel like July I am very happy and relieved about that. There you go. Paul Douglas, everybody. David, jump in. We want. I don't want to run out of time. Yeah, you bet. My uh, wife, Katrina, and uh, is in the van right now. I'm guessing they're probably listening to us. Hi, Katrina and Winter and Caper. They're on their way to pick me up, and then we're heading north. We rented a tiny little cabin somewhere between Mora and Hinkley or somewhere up there, and we're just going to spend a, a quiet weekend with the four of us uh, going on a hike, doing a bonfire together, uh, and it would be really nice. So I'm excited about that. And uh, I, I like all sorts of travel. So whether it's uh, overseas or across the country, that's fine. But an hour away is good, too. You got it. And enjoy. Enjoy Katrina and mm-hmm. enjoy those baby girls. I expect to see some pictures. Um, I have so much to be happy for. I want to thank everybody who did contribute to the fundraiser. And, David, I, I must be honest. I am you know, looking down the nose of a bone marrow transplant. And I'm so happy that the donor agreed to donate his stem cells to save my life. They are currently on ice at the Mayo Clinic, and it's such a weight off. And I'm so relieved to know that somebody was willing to save a life, save mine. And um, now we just pray that it works, friends. But I know that I will be ready when I go for my bone marrow transplant on May 26th. So that is what is making me happy. 651-461-9226. Give DJ a call or shoot me a text, and we will share it. Uh, Let's see. Guys, post-it notes don't work. Birds can't read. Okay.
Got it. That's back to our conversation about how to get birds to stop flying into Paul's windows. But there you go. So uh, we've, I will read some of those bird texts because they are actually kind of funny. Uh, let's see. My happy guys is I'm vacationing in Punta Cana with adult children starting tomorrow. It's our first big trip since COVID. Uh, love you, Jordana, always in my prayers. Thank you. Thank you. And oh, I'm thrilled for you. Punta Cana. Good for you. Enjoy every minute. This other text, I am happy that I am with my son, daughter-in-law, and 15-week-old grandson, Jace. He is so loved and so lucky. While the world is in chaos, it's been a wonderful break to remind me of what is most important and most precious in our lives. Little inside baseball there. That is from my husband. Mark flew to New York to be with his son and daughter-in-law because he wanted to see his new grandbaby again, who's only 15 weeks old. He hasn't seen him since the bris uh, before I head into my transplant so he could spend some quality time with them because I'll be highly immunocompromised afterward and he won't be uh, able to travel. So I am so happy that they are all together and oy, the pictures that baby, I just want to jump through the phone and suck on his cheeks because he's so yummy and so delicious. So um, I'm so happy for my husband that he gets to be there. Uh, this texter writes, your financial planner here. I'm so happy it's the weekend so we can all take one big chill pill after this week. Also, sunshine and rosé wine. Amen, my friend. Amen. Uh, this one writes, I'm happy I have a big picture window and have been collecting birds under it. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, but for Mother's Day, we're having a feast of grilled pigeons. Oh, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we they're referencing the conversation we had at five o'clock because Paul was complaining that he's got a window and the birds are flying into it. And oh, friends, that should be our biggest problem. David tells me we're out of time. David, thank you for all your hard work this week. I wish everybody a great weekend. Uh, Shabbat Shalom, peace, health, and happiness. Uh, be well and go twins. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.